Hello and welcome to the Daddy Saturday podcast. I am your host, Justin Batt, also founder and chief dad officer of Daddy Saturday and the Daddy Saturday Foundation. On this podcast, our goal is to equip fathers with the knowledge and the tools to be the intentional and engaged dads they were designed to be. And in this episode, it's our first episode. So, so excited. You can hear the golf claps in the background. And this episode is going to be a solo cast. So you get me. And I'm so excited to spend some time with you here today explaining a little bit about Daddy Saturday, how it started, what Daddy Saturday is designed to do, and the future of this podcast. Uh, First and foremost, I would like to just ask that you subscribe to this podcast. It's one of those things where if we can build up this audience and, and get a bunch of fathers that are engaged and intentional and use this as a channel to do that, then we're going to be able to make the big dent in fatherlessness that we're all looking to make. And that includes both fathers that are present in the home and those that are not present in the home. But we need you to subscribe to do that. So this this podcast is available on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google, everywhere podcasts can be heard. So I ask that you subscribe. Well, guys, I'm excited and gals. I'm sure there'll be some females listening to this podcast as well. Uh, I'm excited to spend some time with you here today. And what I would say is that if we go back to the genesis of Daddy Saturday, people always ask me, how did this idea start? And what I'll tell you is it started in my, in my backyard and it started with my, my wife and I having a conversation around the fact that she was tired of being a teacher. She wanted to pursue something else in a different industry. And I looked at her and said, why don't you start a business and I will support you. And she came back to me about a week later and had a business plan and said, well, I've landed on babies or bridal. And I said, well, that's great. You've got birth, you've got death, and you've got marriage in between. So I like the models. And we discussed it a little more, and there wasn't a lot of opportunity in the baby market at the time. So we landed on bridal, and we bootstrapped it. She started a bridal boutique, and she named it after our first daughter, Hayden Olivia. And it's called Hayden Olivia Bridal, located in Charlotte, North Carolina. And from the start of the bridal boutique, being an entrepreneur, my wife was home, or I was home, And she was in the bridal store every single Saturday, being the busiest day in retail. And wearing all the hats as an entrepreneur, she really had to facilitate everything that the store needed. And that left me at home with our two-week-old infant, Hayden Olivia, our first child. And from that point, I recognized that it was going to be me on Saturdays as long as we had this model. And lo and behold, two years later, we had our second child, a son, Blaine. Two years later, another son, Mason, and two years later, our final child, another boy, Easton. So we had four kids, and every Saturday, almost consistently, every year, in and out, I was at home with our four children. And I couldn't help but just realize that in that time, if I just woke up and kind of walked my way into a Saturday without a plan, it just didn't go well, especially when the kids were young and in diapers and uh, you know, a baby on my chest or in my arms and kids hanging all over a shopping cart. If we went out, it was a difficult time and it was certainly a challenge. And without a plan, it just didn't go well. But I also noticed that my engagement level, my energy, my, my focus and my intentionality with my kids was also not there. If I didn't have some sort of a plan and got myself ready for a, a day of eight to 10 hours with four kids all on my own. And so what I did was I started to create a plan. I would game plan on Friday night 
before the day on Saturday with the kids. And we started to do interactive games and ideas. And some things were just in our backyard with what we could find around the house. Other times we went places. But most of the time, it was just us engaging each other, having fun, laughing, and creating some special moments. And I quickly found that, for me, the level of engagement, the relationship, the communication, not just with my kids, but even with my wife, was starting to increase and to grow. And I started to see this tremendous blessing that was evolving in my life as I was intentional and engaged my kids and planned for that day together and carved out that day, which was kind of carved out for me, but really made it intentional about spending time with my kids on those Saturdays. It wasn't long after we had been doing this for some time, and it was Wednesday. Kids were getting ready for school, and Mason, probably about four years old at the time, looks at me and said, hey, Dad, what are we doing for Daddy Saturday? And I almost cried. I about fell out of my chair. That was it. I knew we had it. That was the name for what we'd been doing all those Saturdays independently. And so we called it Daddy Saturday. We started filming our episodes and putting them on YouTube. The ideas, the interactions, the engagement became bigger and better. We tried to make it more epic every time. And lo and behold, we started to see other people connecting with our idea, connecting with what we were doing on those Saturdays. And the movement started to to take shape and started to form. And I recognized the benefit that I was seeing in my own family with my kids and also saw that this was something that other fathers, while I was an intentional engaged dad, were probably also struggling with. And if this was helping me, maybe I could help them. And so Daddy Saturday took on a new form and it became far bigger than just our family. It became an idea that could spread across the country and help other fathers and engage their kids and be more intentional. That led to a a TED Talk, a TEDx, which you can find on YouTube, and it's all around the fatherlessness epidemic and how I've used Daddy Saturday as a way to solve the fatherlessness crisis in my own home of being a father who's physically present, but maybe emotionally absent. And that whole concept took shape in the TEDx, and that was our first real public display of what Daddy Saturday is and and could be. And from there, it's evolved even further. We have a, a book coming out on Tuesday, June 4th. And the book is titled Daddy Saturday. It is our field manual for fathers, for how to be intentional and engaged dads, to raise good kids that become great adults. And the book is packed with practical and application-based tools for how you can engage your kids and equip them to become good kids that become great adults. It's really a, a way for dads to be engaged with their kids, to not have to come up with all the ideas on your own, but it's far bigger than just engaging your kids' dads. It's all about your marriage, your life, and helping you become a better dad all around and a better man. The book led to a couple of other pieces of the platform. We also now have an Alexa skill coming out. That Alexa skill will allow you to use technology and artificial intelligence to basically ask Alexa what you should do with your kids on Saturday, and she'll give you a random rotation of ideas based on weather, based on geography, based on local events and what's happening, and provide you with that idea, and then even populate your shopping cart with those items. We have a bonus site that comes with a book that has a whole bunch of additional tools and resources. We even have community coaches that will also be starting. So if you're a dad that wants to step up in your local community, local area, we've got the ability to do that. So Daddy Saturday has, has evolved quite a bit over time. And as I started to produce 
this content and interact with other fathers and engage with them, I also recognized there was a chance to, to go even further and help out even more dads. And so while Daddy Saturday can provide great ideas and provide great content, there's also some fathers out there who may not be exposed to Daddy Saturday in the traditional forms and fashions. So we've also formed the Daddy Saturday Foundation. And that foundation is really designed to help fathers that may be in need, may not have the, the economic means to be able to engage their kids. And the foundation will provide support for those dads. We've got a big, hairy, audacious goal, a BHAG in the word of Jim Collins. And that BHAG is to reach 10 million fathers and impact them in the next 10 years. And it's through this podcast, it's through the book, it's through the Alexa skill and all the other channels that we hope to do that. So that's my plug for Daddy Saturday. And I'll end that plug there. But I just wanted everyone listening to get a full scope and scale for where we are today, where we see Daddy Saturday going, and the evolution of this platform and this movement. And we hope to see it in a city near you and do live events eventually. We've got a couple of those planned. There's a whole bunch more in store. And it's a really exciting time to join this movement of Daddy Saturday and ending this fatherlessness epidemic. But if I may, I'd like to pivot for a few minutes and just talk about some of the common themes and common concerns or questions that I'm getting from fathers out there as this platform is launched and, and has hit social media and I'm interacting with a lot of fathers. One of the top questions I hear is, what's the, the biggest thing that, that you see as a benefit that you've gotten out of, of Daddy Saturday and being intentional with your kids? And I would answer that question by saying that for me, it's been this shift in a mindset. I sometimes, like most fathers, would wake up on a Saturday morning after a long work week of grinding it out, and I would be tired and just frankly not feel like engaging with my kids. But at the same time, I, I found that if you can shift your mindset and put your kids in a position of being a blessing and not a burden, and I know that no one intentionally would call their kids a burden, or at least I would hope not, but at the same time, it's easy to let your mind go there. And I tell a story in the book and, and on the TEDx about this time where I was picking up toys in the yard after an Epic Daddy Saturday. And each of those toys as I bent over became more and more of a burden. And I started to view my kids as a burden. And I had one of those lightning bolt moments where God basically said to me, Justin, you need to change your mindset, change your viewpoint and view your kids as a blessing and not a burden. The choice is yours. You have that choice to make. And from that point on, every toy became a blessing and a reminder of the day that we had had together and all of the great memories. That's a small example, but that's one of the ways that I have certainly been impacted by this, this concept of Daddy Saturday in my own home, and it is just one of the many benefits that have come from it. I'd also say that, surprisingly, this just didn't impact my relationship with my kids. It's also dramatically impacted the relationship with my wife. My wife has trusted me over the last... 12 years with all four of our children. And, you know, that in and of itself has increased our relationship. But at the same time, it's caused me to be intentional with my wife and with our marriage as well. And we focus on scheduled date nights and scheduled business date nights and making sure that we are also taking care of each other. Because if we're not taking care of our marriage, it's very difficult to take care of the children. And if the marriage isn't healthy, then your role as a parent often isn't healthy. So there's been many benefits of being intentional, being an engaged father to my children and as a byproduct of Daddy Saturday. You know, another question that I get quite often is, 
around this area of uh, what holds most dads back from doing this? Or why would a dad not want to do this or, or isn't doing it currently? And I think there's two things. The first is, I feel like as fathers, we put this immense sense of pressure on ourselves. Some of that pressure is external. It's coming from the environment, the world around us. The pressure may be being pushed down by um, our parents or our in-laws. And the example that we have before, maybe you were raised in a relationship um, with your parents where it was results-based. I came from a, a situation like that. So I achieve success. I achieve love by contributing and having results or positive results. And so if that's your case, then you may have this undue amount of pressure that you're putting on yourself. I think that's one thing that holds a lot of dads back. And because of that pressure, it, it almost cripples them from engaging with their kids in, in a way that is positive. And, and you got to move beyond that pressure and, and examine that and say, who's putting that pressure on me? As a father, when you're sitting there and you're examining yourself, it's important to look at that and say, am I putting that pressure on myself? or is someone else putting that pressure on me? Where is the source of that pressure coming from? And it's imperative that you examine that because oftentimes what I found in my own life is that you're putting an undue pressure on yourself, you're setting on unrealistic expectations for yourself, and as a result of that, it's causing you to not engage with your children, engage with your wife in the way that, that you'd want to engage. Uh, that pressure causes stress, it causes worry, it causes anxiety, it causes all sorts of other challenging internal issues. And, and that tends to convey itself in a way that you wouldn't want to convey it and, and be your best self in front of your, your, your kids. So I think that's one thing that as fathers, uh, we all need to focus on is understanding the source of our pressure and making sure that we're appropriately dealing with that and channeling that pressure out in the right way so we can engage our kids. The second thing that to me is really critical is this sense of pride. Look, I know as a dad, as a guy, I've got an ego. Sometimes that ego gets in my way. But I've also found that in terms of, of my own life, I've got an ego, but I've also got some insecurities. And they sit at opposite ends of that spectrum. And those insecurities many times are what I've found cause me to put up this wall of pride. And so examining and understanding what those insecurities are, where they're coming from, and helping eliminate some of the pride in your life can make you more open to ideas and concepts like Daddy Saturday, where it can help you bring down some of those walls and engage your kids. I think as dads, so often that sense of pride where we don't want to be seen in this world where, look, if you don't post it, you can't prove it, right? Where we live in a society where everything now is seems to be out in the open and everybody's highlight reels are out there for everyone to see. And so as a father, sometimes we hold back because of those insecurities of, I might not be good enough. My kids not, might not value this. Other people might think this of me. So it's removing those insecurities and really understanding that the only sense of pride you need to have is the pride in being an incredible father to your kids and giving them everything that you've got. So those are two things, pressure and pride, that I've found and I've heard from many other fathers as two of the biggest barriers to engaging in something like this. So you've got to overcome the pressure, understand the pressure, and overcome the pride to move forward and be that incredible and engaged dad that you were designed to be. Another question I often get, and I've heard from fathers, is around this concept of, well, you talk about making everything epic, Justin, and it seems like you've done some extraordinary things with your kids. And yes, we've been very blessed and had some amazing experiences. We got to go to this, the Super Bowl experience last year, 
uh, and just had an incredible time. But it was because we put ourselves in positions for that to happen. I would also say that just because it's epic doesn't mean it has to be expensive or extraordinary or extravagant. What I mean by that is some of the best times that we've ever had could be laying on our trampoline or laying in the grass, looking up at the clouds, tickling my kids or wrestling or just talking and giggling from head to toe and hearing them laugh. And just that's a special moment, a memory burn that I will always remember. And we've had many of those. It can also be just engaging in time with them. I've watched more sunsets and sunrises with my kids, especially in a one-on-one setting where I'll pick them off and we'll go for a bike ride or a walk or a run and watch a sunset or watch a sunrise or just we live by the coast. So seeing the, seeing the water together and just talking, those have been some of the most epic moments and they've cost us nothing except for our time. And time is our most valuable asset, right? So understanding that the fact that you've only got a limited amount of time, you've only got a limited amount of time with your kids in the home and so using that time wisely, investing with your kids in epic moments that don't always have to be extravagant, extraordinary, or expensive. If you've got the means to do it, then I encourage you to travel with your kids. Um, again, traveling can be something as simple as going on a camping trip. It doesn't have to cost a lot. Either way, engage your kids, make it epic. And just by being with them in an intentional way, it tends to be epic in and of itself. The final question I often get is around this concept of, as a dad, I'm just, I'm tired, right? I've got a million things going on and I feel like life is just full around me. I've got this, this weight that I carry all the time and there's a, an immense pressure. We talked about pressure that I, I just either I put on myself or it's put on me. And that pressure often comes from the fact that you're managing work and your career, the finances household duties and responsibilities, being a parent and probably social and and even fitness or health. And there's just so many things that are involved in our life as dads and it can make it very challenging and difficult at times just to manage all of that and to balance it. And what I've found is that in, in order to answer that question, you have to look at yourself and say, is it about achieving balance? Because if it is, I don't know that you'll ever achieve balance. Uh, balance is a, is a very fickle thing. For me, it's more about finding work life or life purpose. And if you understand what your why is, if you've got a really clear why, if you've got a really clear mission and vision for yourself and for your marriage and for your family and your children, then I've found that that rallying point, that rallying cry helps me to move everything else away, focus on those big buckets in my life and everything I do revolves around them. I'll give you a quick tip here, tip of the day, and that is calendar everything. Blend your social your personal and your professional calendars. Don't have multiple calendars, put them all in one and look at your ideal week and create that and then stick to it. Hold yourself to that calendar. Don't move a date night with your daughter or with your wife around. Hold fast to those. Don't move that ball game or not attend that ball game for your son just because you have a work event that comes up. You blend them together, you hold those, you're intentional And I found that if you calendar everything, it also help you absolve some of that pressure to give you some breathing room and some margin in your life and allow you to be the father that you are designed to be. Well, look, those are some of the most common questions that that I've received. And I hope that you've gotten some answers out of those. And maybe you're asking those same questions yourself. I'm going to ask that through the website, daddysaturday.com. There's also a link in the podcast information where you can reach out and contact 
me, info at daddysaturday.com is also the email address. Ask those questions. I'd love to hear from you and understand what you're struggling with. And that'll help us also bring in the guests for this podcast that can help address some of those most common questions. So reach out to us, interact with me. I'd love to hear your questions, understand where you're struggling and how I can help. Be sure to pick up a copy of the book, Daddy Saturday, releasing June 4th on Amazon. It'll be in hardcover, Kindle, iPad, Nook. And so you'll be able to get those two versions. We'll release the paperback downstream as well as the audio book. Make sure you get that copy, hard copy for Father's Day and engage us in our platform, the podcast, the website, daddysaturday.com and all of our social media. We are at Daddy Saturday or at The Daddy Saturday. Look for the logo and please also focus on your kids. Be that intentional and engaged dad that you were designed to be and don't wait. Start with this upcoming Saturday. If Saturday isn't your day, that's my day. If that's not your day, then what day works for you? Carve out that day, even if it's 30 minutes at the end of a weekday. Be the intentional, engaged dad you were designed to be and know that I and other fathers in our community are here to help you. And that's what we want to do. Thank you so much for listening to the Daddy Saturday podcast. Make sure you subscribe and stay tuned for our next podcast. We have a stacked up lineup of guests that will not disappoint. I promise you that. And you're going to want to hear some of the great advice that some of other fathers, parents, personal development leaders have both in the business community and outside of that for you. And it's been great talking with you today. I appreciate you letting me share some of my story and stay tuned for the next Daddy Saturday podcast.